Howdy, folks. This is series finale, the podcast. And the only podcast in America where three New York comedians <laughs> talk about the final episode of a show they've never, never even seen. seen. I'm Jack Burke. I'm Zach. I'm John Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got a hot app for you today. Also, every Thursday, we release a Patreon episode, patreon.com slash series finale, where we uh, have a bonus hour-long content. It slaps. We have celebrity guests. We talk about a lot of struggles. We talk. We yuck it up. Yes. And, yeah. uh, but this week, we did a great show. We did the finale of Spike Lee's TV series, which was a TV adaptation. Spike of Lee his- TV joint. <laughs> it's, it's a Spike Lee joint of a film of as the a weed, same name. As an anti-weed guy, are you okay with the Spike Lee joint? I prefer this. <laughs> I, I prefer to imagine it's a Spike Lee. Um, what's that? Like no THC joint? Oh, CBD. A Spike Lee CBD cigarette. You, yeah, a Spike Lee CBD bombing spread that you spread on your skin. <laughs> what about a spikely spike and it's a spike of heroin little h <laughs> it's in syringe full of heroin and, and i prefer it to be a spikely mocktail but even <laughs> even a mocktail's dangerous bitters have alcohol so i prefer it to be a spikely seltzer one are you guys fans of spike lee do you guys love him do you guys hey, like how he behaves at knicks games <laughs> I love live sports, so I, I respect him for that, for standing his team. He's like the Ben Affleck of the Knicks. Yeah. And then uh, Danny Aiello just died. He was one of the white actors in Do the Right Thing. And Do the Right Thing is just a great movie. It is. Do the Right Thing is great. Uh, I don't know what else he's made. He's made uh, The 25th Hour. Uh, he made Inside Man. It, is The 25th Hour with uh, most Def? Edward Norton. And Most uh, Def, I think. I met, oh, Most Def might be. I don't know. No, that's like... At, at 25th Hour is like Edward Norton's like going to prison, and he's got like one day before he goes back, goes inside. He I made Chirac. He made yeah. School Days. I like uh, Inside Man. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I, he made... he made. Is it called Jungle Fever, too? Is that the he other one? He made Jungle yeah, Fever right, as well. With Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Yes. Did he, make about, White uh, Man? he didn't make White Man Can't Jump, did he? No, I don't think so. No, I just that, assume so because there's a black was, uh, movie. Woody, Woody Harrelson <laughs> made that movie. <laughs> <laughs> who made White Man Can't Jump? Because that's a great movie. I mean, someone who lied. White men can do whatever they want. <laughs> this was a this is a show focused on not just the black community, but the black arts community. Yes, right. It's a it's a. What's I mean, the name of the show again? She's got to have it. This is a show right off the bat that you shouldn't use your cell phone during because there's a lot of beautiful like artistic imagery. Yeah. Uh, it speaks to us at a time where that banana went for $150,000. $120,000. Art Basel, Basil, or whatever. That was mentioned in the show. Duct tape with a banana. Duct tape. Carol Walker was mentioned in the show. She's how, a great wait, artist. How much was the banana sold for? $120,000. And then a guy ate it shortly after. Which no, was did also not. a performance art piece. Yeah. yeah. And then they taped his dookie on the wall, right? <laughs> Hundred and sixty thousand bucks, oh. and then they they milkshaked it later, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what that is? You're, that's deep cut. I Yikes. don't know what that is. That's from when I talked about watching anal uh, oh smoothie God. videos. Enough! 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 <laughs> the dirty. art world seems enough. lately to be very intrigued with the idea of paying a lot of money for art that is then immediately destroyed. Right. Like the there was a Banksy, right? The Banksy piece, right? Sure. But they didn't know. Banksy shredded. Some people it think they after. knew they were in on it. Some people think they did know. They had to be in on it because you couldn't. Because you, you know, think about like uh, security situations nowadays, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Right? They like, would have thought it was a bomb. Exactly. Or... It would have looked just like a bomb, you know? Yeah. And it would have been kind of more interesting had it been a bomb. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know You'd what all they be praising Banksy's if, ability. If they wanted to show a bomb at Art Basel, right. show a video of you doing stand-up. <laughs> 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 you know what would have been impressive? If Banksy had put a bomb into the self-destructing painting and it exploded, right? Yeah. But the blood and gore sprayed on the walls in the shape of McDonald's arches with a universal <laughs> no sign across it. Like anti, it was an anti yeah, McDonald's piece. That's pretty good. I kind of like the idea of terrorists calling themselves artists. That's now, an interesting you know? idea, right? Like Osama just being like, Oh, actually I'm just, it was an art piece. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it I, was incredible performance art. <laughs> I was on Staten Island on Sunday and there's some beautiful views of the freedom tower from Staten Island. Really? Right. How? Well, I've never been to Staten Island. It was like being, do they say on Staten Island there or in the, Island, what Dude, I went to like a bar for a bar show. Yeah, I go. sit on the thing. It's real. It's like it's like being back in the neighborhood. It's like being in Boston when you leave the city and like go to people Everett. Are from there? Like sitting at the bar, a guy just starts talking to me. He hasn't left the island in two years because there's a, <laughs> a warrant out for his arrest and he can't drive anymore. <laughs> And it's like all this stuff, but he's a sweet guy. We had a nice little conversation. I had a wonderful hoagie there. Yeah. Right. Um, you guys made fast friends because he's also in a child pornography. No, what the <laughs> hell? That's insane. That's what, you know, I assume his warrant is for. <laughs> oh well, some God. people call it art. Yeah. It's performance art. Disavow. Horrible. <laughs> uh, but it was cool. I walked a lot. I walked two and a half miles from that bar to the... Uh, Two and a half miles? To the ferry. And this is That's the funny quirk about Staten Island. Some people just decide they don't like the idea of a sidewalk. So there's no sidewalk in their lawn goes all the way to the street. Oh, yeah. But there's a sidewalk like next to them and in front of them. It's a bad place to walk. They just get rid of sidewalks. Is this, uh, is this actually an island? Dude, Staten Island's straight up an island. Yeah, you're closer to Jersey. You have to take a ferry to get in there? No, there is the Verrazano Bridge, which is the most expensive toll in the United States. It's 17 bucks. So I got on island. I took an express bus from Lower Manhattan down there. It took like 35 minutes. It's Long Island, also an island. Yeah, I refer to Manhattan. I refer to the New York experience as island hopping. We're at the bottom. (laughs) We're on Queens. We're at the bottom of Long Island. I haven't been into the Big Island today. That's what I call Manhattan. That's the Big <laughs> Island. But we're on Long Island. There's the Big Island. There's Staten Island. Oh, Governor's okay. Island. We're Island Boys. What's Roosevelt, Roosevelt, Island. Roosevelt Island? I want. I want to open up a reggae joint on Roosevelt Island. That's an interesting <laughs> idea. Wait, what is the one that you can own? You have to take a ferry to get to and from Governor's Island, which is like a oh. summertime thing. Oh, I've Randall's been. Island. Uh, dude, I've been there in the summer. It's great. Did you bring yeah. the van there? <laughs> <laughs> I actually have aquatic mode engaged in the van, so I just drive it right into the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boat home, man. <laughs> I'm a little bit like Andrew Cunanan in the finale of uh, in the finale of. Uh, Giovanni, Giovanni Versace. Giovanni Versace. I was wondering when you were going to bring that up, being a huge art fan that you are. Okay. So this shows, yeah, it's about black folks in art in the experience of those two together. About the black diaspora, too, because there's a Dominican guy. At one point, there is a scene where his Dominicanness comes up. He says, okay, my Dominican brother. He says, it ain't about being Dominican right now, <laughs> right. which I thought was funny. But like, okay, the BSB, broad strokes break down. Breaking it down. It's a big Brooklyn show. They shout out Brooklyn. The opening song is about Brooklyn. But overall, uh, the main character, what's her name? Nola. Nola. What's her last name? 
I don't know. No. I assume she's like Cher. Nola <laughs> yeah. has an art exhibit opening. It's multimedia art. She's got paintings. She's got this. And then the big reveal is a piece that's behind a curtain that she lets people in one at a time, and it sickens people, and we see the reaction. Well, it yes, I sicken everybody. Yeah, yeah. Some people of the men make different faces. Reactions they go back. I loved how they did the show where they like teased it out. They really like, did tease I thought it was great, that yeah. part. It was a good show overall. Yeah. I, it was... It's one of the more interesting shows I've ever watched because it's very much all over the place. You can't tell if there was ever actually any sort of fluidity to the show. Gender it, fluidity? <laughs> <laughs> plenty of that, but there's like the the finale of it, it seems it's just very uh cut and uh, very cut up. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. It's a, you know, it's a lot it, Nola's opening this big art show, this big displaying of her art and all these people come and you kind of get to see their different reactions to right. her art. And a lot of it's positive, but you also get some of it that's negative and I think it really tries to explore critiques of art in like a mature way. Yeah, yeah, there there are people much like this podcast. <laughs> we're art critiques. The central theme of the criticisms which like they say explicitly is um, when it comes to black suffering, should people portray it? Because that's difficult. Someone says at one point, she says, white folks don't deserve to see it, and black folks are tired of seeing it, so who is it for? Right. And they don't answer it, but I think the answer is the Chinese. I think that is <laughs> the, the main demo of this art. You know? 12 Years a Slave did $12 billion in China. China. <laughs> that, that I, I mean, based on the black-white dichotomy, that's all I could take away right. from this. They possibly. don't go over Asian identity at all Which in this I, show. Frankly, I think we should be boycotting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jeremy Lin famously had an incident where he wore dreadlocks yes, and he yes. got flat for it. He wrote an article about it in the Players Tribune. Yes. I think Jeremy Lin's dreadlocks were a response to Spike Lee's erasure of Asian American <laughs> identities. And this is coming on the heels of discussing um, what did we just discuss? The Mongolia show? Oh, uh, uh, Marco Polo. Marco, Marco Polo, Polo, where right. Harvey Weinstein, unlike Spike Lee, had given a voice <laughs> to Asian, <laughs> Asian actors. He won a lot. I mean, he's a strong voice for the Asian community. <laughs> right. I wonder, do you think Spike Lee still is a, a large voice for the black community, like younger black community? Because uh, now he's an older man. You Spike know? Lee just won his first Oscar last year, and that speech was a huge deal. Really? Yeah. yeah. He he didn't even win it. He didn't win Best Director. Maybe he just won like a Lifetime Award? No, it wasn't a Lifetime. It was oh. for that movie. But it, it was it was interesting. It was, it was black- best race baiting. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I like Spike Lee. I think Do the Right Thing is a great movie on race relations. Hey, make sure I you saw- say that again before no, no, the podcast no, ends. No, because my, my, my dad always like repeats that like he anytime Spike Lee comes up, he's like my dad is not a man who has strong racial opinions. Like on literally no figure, nothing. He has yeah. no racial opinions except that Spike Lee hates white people. And like <laughs> I had a phase where I got really into Spike Lee. I want to watch Do the Right Thing. Right, I want right. to watch all these things. And he just couldn't even I couldn't even say I was watching this movie without him bringing it up I'm like where does this come from and like what does this even mean maybe he does it though it's possible that maybe he's not a maybe he has like a people. personal problem with Spike Lee because they got into it one time you know yeah my dad and Spike had a well dude. your dad's probably a Celtics fan he's probably a Knicks fan Ooh. You know? yeah but it's Celtics Lake does everybody know if any rivalry other than that is <laughs> Nick, Knicks I don't even think about him who are they who? Um, when <laughs> what Spike, league are they in when Spike Lee released Black Clan it wasn't all positive reviews from the black community. Some people didn't like it. Right, because it's sort of 
Um, it's sort of like a it's sort of like a buddy cop between a black cop and a white cop. Hey, right. the black community is not a monolith, as this show shows. Yeah, yeah. no, this show is a good people have a lot of different opinions, which I like. I I appreciated that. It's interesting. Everybody's all over the place. Nobody has a clear cut answer as to what's going on, and I feel like we miss that a lot in like our. When we're talking about groups of people, we're just like, we clump everybody yeah, in. Yeah, we're like, uh, Uyghurs are all oppressed <laughs> when some of them are not. Some of them are very violent themselves <laughs> and deserve what's happening. <laughs> we have to remember that. That might not be true. <laughs> I don't think I've heard any stories of the Uyghurs uprising. You got to look, look in the right places. <laughs> I read a lot of mainland China blogs. <laughs> <laughs> with horror stories. Milo's tweeting stories about the Uyghurs being bad. Really? No, I'm no. just kidding. Milo, Milo doesn't have a Twitter anymore. I think he he's deep platform. Yeah, he's deep platform. He's shadow banned. He doesn't wear platform shoes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nola's art pieces. Uh, what did you guys think of the art pieces? I, I don't know much about it, but I thought they seemed pretty good. I had a couple of takes. One, the piece that they teased, which we won't fully reveal yet. We'll yeah, I love not to, yeah, I love yeah. Um, I thought it was like a well-done piece. Could have been in an exhibit. The thing that mimicked the Christian art where you had the three-paneled piece with her and her parents, good. But my problem with Nola as an artist was she tried to do too many things. There was photography. Too many mediums. There was video art. And I don't like too many mediums. I right. especially don't like video art. So I, <laughs> I, I don't like video art at all either. In her photo well, series? Well, yeah, you prefer still nudes on Reddit. <laughs> If her, if her if her if if her gallery had been nothing but gone wild nudes, you would give it a ten. No comment. No comment. But uh, but her photo series of Puerto Rico for me that was lodging too much in, and I would have liked to see it explored. Why did she go to Puerto Rico? I assume it had to do with more with like uniting the black experience, right. black people in Puerto Rico under Spanish colonization versus under American colonization. But in the but show, that wasn't the, explored. No, in sh- in the show, in fact they allude to the opposite where she was sort of just there on a vacation yes <laughs> and it was weirdly just a way to get Puerto Ricans involved like Fat Joe just right, right. in this episode yeah, Fat Joe as he's credited slim. Fat Joseph <laughs> he is credited as Fat Joseph no he's not he is well he's, he's an older man he's now. absolutely in the credits as Fat Joseph <laughs> I love Fat Joe you do I, I like well, you love Big Punt I know and, and so which my one? love of pun is rubbed off on my love of Fat which Joe which one was the lean back guy that's lean Fat Joe back. Fat Joe. He leaned back so much, he actually lost some of the weight. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, I think what we don't... Like, I've talked about this before. Is Fat Joe Boost Mobile where you at? It was one of the iconic... Iconic. Yeah, it's it's up there with um, it, it's up there with WhatsApp or twins. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> or can you hear me now? Oh, or even better, that guy's a traitor. Yeah, we. Well, <laughs> <laughs> guy's a guy turned. That'd turn be a code. good meme. Who's the bigger race traitor? And it's like <laughs> OJ and that guy. <laughs> you know what they should have had in this exhibit of was uh, like just a plaster cast of uh, Fat Joe's calves. Imagine that right in the middle. Women Dominican surra- excellence. Yeah. <laughs> he's Dominican, huh? No, he's the Dominican Republic. Oh, Puerto Rico. Oh, he's Puerto so wait, Rican, sorry. Puerto Rico. Because Fat ter- Joe's got blue eyes. Puerto Rico is a territory of the U.S., right? Yeah. yeah. Dominican Republic, is it the same or different? Dominican Republic is an independent country. It was almost the territory of the U.S. In 1896, there was a Dominican plan to bring it as part, but uh, it would have been controversial. Basically, it's racism. The, the Dominican Republic has so many black people that they weren't too keen to let them into the U.S. Oh, Ooh. really? Yeah. I but don't know if you've heard about our history. Not only. <laughs> I didn't. I, didn't I mean, the show wouldn't fucking shut up about it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and Fat Joe is pretty white. Fat Joe is Puerto Rican. Yeah. yeah. Fat Joe's oh, been Fat on Joe's the Breakfast Rican, Club. Right. Uh, 
I, I mean, know Fat Joe's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be man. Puerto Rican and white. Yeah, Fat Joe is light skin. I wouldn't say he's white. He wouldn't call himself white. I don't think. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, on his recent Breakfast Club appearance, he's definitely not calling himself. Yeah, white. but uh, Fat Joe is like. I bet Fat Joe looked kind of like Jason Kidd when they were both younger. Okay. The hair would make it different. You know? No. <laughs> Fat Joe was way fatter back when he was younger. Dude, dude I'm not talking. I'm talking about you would st- say Fat Joe and Jason Kidd were the same race. I'm not saying they were the same physique. <laughs> I'm not saying young Fat Joe was cut up like an NBA point guard. <laughs> no, I agree, though, with Noel, the, the criticism of Noah's art. It's all over the place, right? She's a great painter. She has this unbelievable photo, or this painting of her and her parents as like Mother Mary and Joseph. Yeah, and it's her. cool. And it's great. And I actually thought like, oh, that's really nice. And then you're right. It's, it's fucking two feet away from the shit videograph. Piece. It's unfocused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. One thing I thought was really intru- uh, like when she, she shows her parents that piece of art and I would, I would be really uncomfortable doing that. And then her dad gives like kind of like a, a, a like a unique and like nuanced critique of it. I feel like I've showed that to my parents. My dad would just be like, oh, that's nice. Like he wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't get it. He wouldn't know. He was just like, hmm. Does, have your dad seen your stand up? Have you showed him that art? Uh, he did see me do stand up like one time, but it was at the Middle East open mic, and <laughs> he had been watching Sean Sorrow talk, like talk historic, like historically nasty oh, stuff. Oh, were we there? <laughs> you might have been there, but he I was. Think I, we might have been. I, I just like, I, I went know. up and I was just real dirty, and it was just, it was not really indicative of what I normally. How do. did your dad feel about Spike Lee? Uh, my dad, uh, he's the biggest Spike Lee. He's the biggest Spike Lee fan in the world. He has uh, <laughs> he has to do the right thing tattooed across his forehead. He uh, he cut off one of his hands in 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 uh, in grieving for Danny Aiello when he passed away. <laughs> this is recently. Your dad's really upset by the Aiello passing. You know, Danny Aiello meant a lot to me as a kid. Really, I, I used to go to Maine to visit my grandparents, and when we would drive with my grandma. She would do two great things. One, she would swerve over so we would drive on the ribbed part of the highway, the edge. <laughs> That's and funny. Crack us up. <laughs> and then uh, we would listen. Danny Aiello had an album of standards, like the Great American Sandbook. What? Yeah. Song. Yeah, Danny Aiello. He sang? Dude, he sang. I'm going to sit right down and write my. Sa- I listened to that CD maybe 100 right. times. Danny Aiello, that's, he meant a lot to me. He also boy. sang, fuck the police coming from the underground. <laughs> 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 no, they, they, my parents, they've seen me do stand-up, very supportive, much like, and they always have, like, criticisms. Like, my dad's famously criticized this uh, podcast. Which I appreciate. Way, I appreciate. He just said, uh, it's a lot of gay jokes. <laughs> 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 said, well, you're not really getting the context. Right. <laughs> the irony behind it. <laughs> Zach, has your parents critiqued your, your art at all? They've seen me do it, but uh, I think Us- I'm going to shout out Usama Siddiqui, <laughs> yes. who once saw me do a set and gave a very thorough reading. I feel like Usama Siddiqui is the only person who's really truly understood what I'm going for. <laughs> Let's hear it. Yeah, I, I don't even want to reveal it. But Shout out a- to the Mango Bay podcast. Yes, shout sir. out Mango Bay, Pranav and Usama. Usama is a very astute listener. He really listens and sees all the layers of stuff yeah. going Do you on. think he's a better friend than I am to you? Usama is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, weird. but I respect that he also wears um, monochrome sweatshirts with no logo on them. I'm really into that look myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you? So we should reveal the big. The the, the show is all built up to reveal. The, let's her not reveal piece. it yet. Oh, until let's after. tease it yeah, some yeah, more. Okay, tease it some more after no the break. Okay. So I actually have been a. Uh, I've created an art piece, sort of. Or no, no. My buddies. 
have created an art piece. Yeah. An art show once that I went to. My buddy John Paul Rivera oh. is a very talented man and artist, but he loved one piece of art called Piss Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> which was uh, photos of Jesus in jars filled with piss. My other friend, Zach, also an amazing talent and great podcaster, has some surprising thoughts on Greek pedophiles. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) When they invited me to come to their art show, I had to admit I was nervous. I knew what they were capable of of with their tongues, but I was unsure of what they could produce with their hands. The name of the show, the Idol Idol Idols was the name of the show. Hmm. Idol Idol Idols? When I walked in, I was shocked. First, it, it, first thing I saw was a 13-foot-high statue of Kevin Spacey on the cross <laughs> with a Portuguese flag draped wow. over his erect penis. Wow, this sounds amazing. <laughs> then the next room was an interactive piece. It was an all-girls high school choir forced to sing R. Kelly songs. <laughs> That would be an interesting art piece. I'm not going to lie. The next room was all the sex scenes from Harvey Weinstein movies on repeat. Wow. People were throwing up. People were in shock. The next piece had one lady masturbating in front of a brick wall with the microphone and the Joker makeup on. (laughs) (laughs) The final piece was a robot of Mario Batali cutting off his own penis. Oh, my God. Eating it on a Subway sandwich. <laughs> I asked my friends, I said, why they had created this piece. And they said it was because they hated to see men they loved names be tarnished <laughs> and dragged through the mud. <laughs> nice. Uh, the good these men... Oh, they hoped to bring light to the good these men had done. <laughs> I don't support them because my show of Dookie Jesus, which was similar to Piss Jesus, had opened that same weekend and failed. <laughs> wow. wow. Those are my friends, the artists. I have experience being friends with artists as well. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, recently, the series finale boys have been spending time in New York City. Some people think it's to focus on stand-up comedy, but watching our acts reveals that cannot be true. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is we moved here so that Zach could pursue a career in Midtown Manhattan as a snooty artist. Some people think Zach started wearing a beret and turtlenecks recently, but the truth is he'd be doing it for years. Jack and I supported Zach in his artistic endeavors. First, Zach covered himself in oil and stood nude in an art gallery as a form of protest of the penises on sculptures as way too large. This art piece was roundly critiqued as disgusting and shallow, like Zach's beach show. Then, Zach tried to do a slam poetry interpretation of one of the books of the Bible to speak out against sexual abuse in the Catholic Church. But when he showed up, he learned that he had read the wrong book in preparation. In true Zach fashion, he refused to admit that he was wrong and made a case that he had actually read the correct text somehow. (laughs) Then came Zach's crowning achievement, a show on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, the Big Island, simply called Steam. Jack and I were shocked when we walked into the gallery. The walls were lined with photos of men's penises that Zach had taken with a hidden camera in bathhouses and steam rooms all across the nation. Besides each photo of a beach show was a brief statement on the politics of the owner. This show was a smashing success. <laughs> the art world loved it, but Zach was formally banned by the World Bathhouse Alliance and fell into a deep depression and relapsed on alcohol. Oh, <laughs> man. 
Damn. Dude, that is so good. W- WBHA. That, it, it, we're like coming up with pieces that would be interesting. If someone Dude. did a photo of penises <laughs> secretly shot in a bathroom <laughs> with the po- political quote next to it, oh my God. That, that would Dude, be funny. Spacey on the pro- cross with a, with a Portuguese flag <laughs> on his erect penis. That's like, pre- I think that, I really think that's interesting. <laughs> All right, so I actually did know an artist, too. It's, his name's Jack Burke. <laughs> Wanting to provide value at his new job of being a cab dispatcher, Jack came up with a, like an ad campaign for the top of the cabs, you know, the, the roof of the cabs. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. those are called. They're called toppers. Toppers. Are they? Yeah. So he's more of a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to celebrate Pride Month and American civic engagement. So with the help of a local photographer and Photoshopper, Bill McMurrow, he made an ad that was Jack nude showing off his CrossFit body, Woo. clutching Harvey Milk's breasts. <laughs> Harvey Milk had a milk mustache, and the ad said, milk me. Jack had a <laughs> Twinkie in his mouth. <laughs> People were pissed. The Muslim cabbies at Jack's work were furious with Jack and started wearing full-body niqabs and burqas because they were afraid that Jack was too attracted by seeing their skin and thought he was going to come and hit on them. Uh, Jack was very confused. He had always heard that Muslims were extremely woke, Christians were evil, and that Islam was the religion of peace. He said, guys, I thought religion, Muslim was the, Islam was the religion of peace. They said it was, but Jack was trying to make Islam about a piece of ass. <laughs> and they didn't appreciate it. The gay community was also outraged by Jack lampooning one of their heroes, albeit one who had been brutally assassinated. Mayor Pete went on Rachel Maddow to call out Jack <laughs> and compare the, in, in the incident to, like, desecrating Martin Luther King. The black community was very upset by this comparison, <laughs> and Mayor Pete had to resign on a special edition of Reverend Al Sharpen's show. <laughs> However, Jack's bosses were very impressed by his ability to make an ad campaign that stirred up the nation and made him vice president of the company with extra stock <laughs> options. Whoa. Today, Jack is a very wealthy man living in Miami. Whoa, Whoa. Miami! Yes. In fact, I'm going to have over... Uh, that guy who shot that dude from that show that you liked. That was a good... That was Andrew Kanaan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Kanaan. Damn, dude. Do you think... Yeah, the art pieces that we just... Some of them Before are Before we good. talk about the art, the big controversial art piece, I want to talk a little about some of the reactions to the art piece. All right. Because one guy in particular has a very passionate condemnation of it. It's this guy who... I don't remember his name. He doesn't he, really have a name in it. Is yeah, he the guy with the... I, he he wear, does have a name. They they know his name, yeah. and they call him an insta-activist. Yeah, yeah. But he is an artist. He hides his face. He wears like a hat and like a scarf over his face. He's he, Blacksy. Black Banksy. Black yeah. Banksy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he comes out of the, the piece, and he he tries to stop people from going in because he yeah. says it's degrading, that the art piece is degrading to the black people. Yeah. And it causes a big controversy. They He, he goes live on, on Instagram yeah, to, yeah. to denounce it. And Nola counters. She goes live on Instagram right next to him. This, Hilarious. for me, was the worst scene of the show. The worst line of the show is Nola says, oh, you think you're the only one with a platform? And she also goes live. <laughs> and it is pathetic. I imagine myself seeing that because I would follow Noah. <laughs> seeing that Instagram story, I would immediately swipe out of it. I would not want to see it. Yeah, no, that was a pretty lame scene. And But you know what? This show was interesting because it definitely showed me some like sides of uh, 
arguments I'd never heard of. You yeah. know, I never I never really heard of the idea of uh, of uh, black artists not showing black struggle because it's uh, it's painful for black folks to go through. So I, I thought that was like. I never in my life had heard of that before, which is a sad thing. You know, I don't know what to say about it. I feel bad. <laughs> so it was but, a good show for you. Yeah, no, it was. It definitely showed me that side of uh, culture I'd never even heard of. Do you know black artist Carol Walker? No. She was mentioned in the show. She made that in the old Domino factory in Brooklyn. Did you see that white sugar sculpture of like a black Mamie? It was giant. I haven't seen this no, was no. a this was a big piece. You should look it up. It was like yeah. one of the major art pieces of the 2010. Have you seen it? Not live. I saw it on PBS. Did you resent it because it was a big piece and you have a small one? <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire today, John. <laughs> oh man, Johnny. Uh, so he's so he's very you know this this young artist or this other influential artist. He speaks out against it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Nola goes on like a podcast and she's talking with like the host and they're walking through the park after after an interview and they really discuss in depth like. Uh, the reaction to the piece. Her friend, her friend really hates the piece. And right. Really it, I love it. her friend's conversation with her about like, hey, in public, I'm going to support yes. you because you're my buddy. Like, I'm a loyal friend like that. But know that I'm angry behind that the That was in Billions, too. It was? Yeah, Billions. Oh, Dan Billions did it better. Hashtag but, uh, <laughs> Billions did it better. But uh, <laughs> one, one, going back to the podcast thing, oh. that for me, I was also cringing because she was recording the podcast on her iPhone with no speaker. I was Come going, on, dog. The sound quality would have been <laughs> awful. Yeah, that Where's podcast stinks. Wow. But uh, the, Turn best, that. the best podcast yeah. we've seen portrayed on TV was God Friended Me. That's true. <laughs> so far, yeah. But I mean, it was unrealistic in that he had like a... You know, such a small, pathetic studio where we have this giant corporate headquarters. <laughs> we do our podcast. We're recording uh, from iHeartRadio. As yeah, as part as the top rated, uh, the top rated hidden download on Sirius XM. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> Uh, uh, so you like the friend, yeah. I she and the friend, friend got in a big conflict. There's here. also this Puerto Rican kid that's like... Mars? The white kid? No, he's half black. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah, he's half black. He's not Puerto Rican. Oh, we didn't even talk about really yet. Bad. What's Yem- Yem- yeah, Yennefer yeah. Clemente? We haven't mentioned her Yennefer. Yennefer. Okay, so there's this white guy. Or no, 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 this black guy. Yeah. Who, uh, Mars. He's got glasses and he's got a funny chain. He's an aspiring rapper. He says, oh, it's great you got this and I'm in the studio. Look at us. Right. Producing. That was my a problem with the show. That Nola has a couple of guys in her life that are keep being like, we, we're doing so great. We're doing so great. And it's like, no, Nola's doing well. Like, yeah. he, Nola also has this friend, this, her, like, her side friend who's like trying to, this guy that's helping her with all this stuff. And at the Divine. end, Divine. And Divine's like, we're doing, we're, this is so great. We did this together and all the shit. And it's just like, no, Noah did this. You didn't do, like, you didn't paint this. Yeah, but I did think Divine was portrayed as, like, actually being someone in the arts community. He was, like, part of the emceeing the ceremony. When people would walk in behind the curtain, he would play the drum. He seemed to have some level of authority. So, like, he might not help with this show, but I bet he has, like, a cool oh, slam okay, okay. poetry it's night possible. at, like, New Yorkans Cafe. You know? Right, right. It could be possible. I just thought that, uh, you know, I would just let Nola be. No, they were riding the, the center. Yeah, sure. the center, yeah. She center. seemed to have a lot of men kind of vying for attention. You know, she's pretty hot. She had Mars. Yeah. She had um, 
Those other two guys. Two other guys. Yeah, there was three guys up against the wall. Olu, who comes in later. Oh, the English dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of guys trying to bang her. Yeah. And I think a woman at one point also yeah, saw that. They alluded to that. Yeah, they alluded that she, she has like a, have an ex girlfriend, a, a, a tall woman, Amazonian queen or whatever. <laughs> so. She painted her. Can you imagine? You go to this like person's like art show that you used to have sex with, and they painted you. I'd be so honored, dude. Yeah. What if they painted you with a very small beach show? <laughs> Would you be like, wow, that's accurate. What if they paint you with a mangina? I would go live and ban it. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, this is bullshit. (laughs) Black erasure. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was... That was pretty cool, the whole Amazonic queen lesbian thing. Yeah, she calls herself queer a few times. So, I mean, Oh, yeah, she does call herself a queer black she, woman. I think she says black queer women are have the, the hardest in the world. And it's like, I like it and when they talk to any Uyghurs. Right. <laughs> I like when characters on TV call themselves queer, so I don't have to yell it at the phone when I'm watching. <laughs> You're queer. <laughs> people don't all, uh, not all people know that you watch all TV on a phone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I only can watch stuff on a phone, really, so... It's good. <laughs> I watched today. I watched my stuff at the at the Long Island City Public Library, baby, inside Damn, the city building. That's a controversial library. It's forty one point six million. Some people say it's beautiful. Tourists are going just to look at it. What is this? The Hunter's Point one? No, no. This is like in the city building. It's really small. Oh, it's go to the Hunter's Point. They just opened it up. Oh, and it's, there's a controversy about handicap accessibility. Why? What do they care? They're locking them out. <laughs> no, some of them like can't get Those to retards certain can't sections. Read. <laughs> they have the ramp that just goes off a cliff. <laughs> it's an art piece. Yeah. <laughs> Banksy installed it. <laughs> no, that was so. We should talk about the the black guy who like is kind of into her, and then he ends up being like Mars, who brought Jennifer. He brought a date, even though he's trying to slide in on. On Lola, what was her name? Nola. Nola. He, they reminisce about the time they spent in Puerto Rico together, right, right. gazing at the stars, gazing, gazing at, at the, the stars. stars. Yeah, he's clearly like, "Hey, remember when we gazed at the stars?" She was like, "Yeah, that was fun." She's and like, then, "Yeah, that was my favorite premium cable network." <laughs> <laughs> and then Jennifer Clemente comes in, and she's got huge tits. That Dude, enormous! They're, they're the largest. They're the perkiest, enormous breasts I've ever seen in my did life. Did you like them more than Gabby Carter's? Dude, oh. hell yeah. I would say hell yeah, dude. Dude, it was... Gabby yeah. Carter has what they call big, beautiful breasts. But Naturals. These were like, yeah, Naturals. These, these I don't think were, and I loved it. <laughs> right. These, these are some wild. wild. These, I didn't, Stormy Maya is her name. Oh, really? In real life? Yeah. Where's my phone? Did you find that out on uh, Gone Wild? No, no, no. But I I did look it up immediately. I didn't finish (laughs) this scene. I didn't... I thought they were too overdone. They were certainly... Interesting. <laughs> I, was, I was into him. Yeah. I was really into him. They looked like especially, especially like the like the top she was wearing, which was basically yes. just like half of a fucking dinner, uh, half of a fucking table sheet tablecloth. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking great. And she yeah. was a good actress, to be fair. She played like a very needy lover. Like, yes. She barely knew this guy. She met him on the D train. She came on one date, and she's very possessive, very demanding of his time. Yeah. She's very flighty. Her brain's all over the place. She calls another dude real fine. Right, right. <laughs> well, that wasn't being flighty. She was right. That other guy was hotter than the guy she was currently being. Whoa, Maybe. Jack horned up for that guy. <laughs> well... I call it like I see it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you call it like you see it, why don't you tell us your thoughts on Nola's controversial art piece? Okay. So I shouldn't break it down. I don't have the <laughs> verbiage to break it down. Zach. All right. Nola is portraying, I believe, herself. She, that is this herself, person right. has been lynched. The noose is her hair, is her locks. And uh, she's nude. One nipple is exposed. And then she's painted in the American flag. 
Yes. So she is painting the American flag hanging by a noose made of her black African root heritage hair. Yes. Yes. I, to be honest, I didn't think it was that great of an art piece. (laughs) Right. Dude, I would love it if you were on the show and you come out and you go, I just, I don't know. I didn't like it. It it didn't work for me. Well, to be fair, there was a lot of older black men who went in and saw it and also didn't like it. Fat Joe liked it. He went in for a second look. There was a couple guys who were like horned up by it. I like didn't think it was that horny and I didn't think it was that like crazy. Crazy. No, no, I didn't think it was like. I uh, thought there was going to be mutilation. There was going to be. Oh blood. yeah, you don't. You didn't see up. why it sparked such a strong reaction. Right. I didn't think it was that interesting, to be honest. I just thought it was a little played out. Slamming her. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought the piece of her and her parents was prettier, and even the lesbian woman, I thought were like better done art pieces. Yeah. You, know, you know, it was definitely All better than women are art just by existence. <laughs> <laughs> but the video, I mean, it's better than the video piece for sure, but. <laughs> I just didn't think it was that controversial. I don't think it would get that many people riled it would, up. It no. would. But to be fair, they made it specially for this show. And, you know, they I don't know if they hired, like, a world-class artist to make the world's best piece. I thought some of the art, like... So- I think Spike Lee probably had the Knicks come up with it. <laughs> He had the white Knicks, too. This was a, this was a Porzingis joint. <laughs> oh, boy. I, did you think it was that controversial? Um, when I... That's an interesting question. I mean, when I... I thought, you know, I was like, okay. I, I, I was like, okay, first of all, I totally get it. <laughs> I 100% understand black people's pain, and, uh, <laughs> and I get it. I get it better, probably better than they do now that I've right. seen this piece. Um, well, you have Mexican pain. Do you yeah. think that you should direct the Spike Lee biopic? <laughs> <laughs> My dad really should. He's the biggest. I mean, he could be actually a consultant because he's the biggest Spike who, Lee fan in the world. Who should play Scarlett Johansson? You know what I would. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I stepped on my own. No, that's hilarious. Scarlett Johansson is, after all, Spike Lee's greatest mentor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, all right. So you you didn't you weren't that turned off by it? Uh, yeah, I you know interesting stuff I guess. I did think after they showed it, I think it, w- it kind of portrays the United States negatively, which I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I think they maybe perhaps shouldn't have shown it at all if they couldn't. I thought it would have been better, sort of a fade to black style, yeah. soprano style. You know, uh, I think like I would have been unsatisfied. I was never happier that they showed it, but I do think it was unnecessary to show it. It's it was a little, little underwhelming, but right. if they had never showed it, I just would have been annoyed. Leave it to the imagination. We can come up with crazier shit than that. Yeah, because we were just talking about how we thought it was going to be like mutilated yeah, yeah, bodies yeah. and shit. I didn't we know. went right to well, like really insane stuff. I thought it stuff. was sort of going to be her like maybe dildoing herself or something. Cause <laughs> yeah, the most like craziest part was like, I guess there was a bush. But right. I, is that that? There are guys that go in for double takes and it's like it is a woman being hung you know it's not I wouldn't have gone back no 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 no. I, I would have, have found back. it on Gun Wild later <laughs> 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 alright well how do we do a Deepak Chopra yeah let's do a Deepak Chopra something you liked about the show the beautiful colors it really popped when they like they would zoom in these shots on the art and then they would zoom up and out we got a good lay of the gallery so I like just seeing art it's always yeah. good to see art especially for free Nice. Uh, my Deepak Chopra moment was the uh, 
what I thought were really mature and nuanced discussions about art and people's reactions to it. Nola creates controversial art, and I know that when someone critiques what I do, my immediate thought is to be like, well, fuck you. You're a piece of... <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. But when people critique her art, she does kind of stand up for herself, but she it seems like she also tries to understand where people are coming from, yeah. and I feel like the discussions they have are ultimately not productive because everyone still walks away with hurt feelings, which is why <laughs> that these discussions are probably always going to be ultimately not productive, but they are interesting. <laughs> right. No, I think that's sort of my, my Deepak Chopra moment again is uh, just the introduction to a, a, a thought process that some black people have that I never thought of, I guess. Yeah. And so, but no, I think you're right about like the way they discuss art and it is very, uh, it's, it's pretty on point. I feel like the guy who wrote it did a good job of like, doing actual conversations. Yeah, I, I believe this was written and directed by Spike yeah, in this episode. Spike's really? usually pretty involved in what he does. Well, yeah. he did a good job. This, I mean, I'm sure he didn't direct every episode of the show, but he de- definitely directed this episode. It's a Spike Lee yeah. joint. <laughs> <laughs> Spike Lee CBD oil spread. <laughs> you put it's it on- a Spike Lee puff puff pass. He only does <laughs> two episodes, then he takes <laughs> one off. <laughs> Alrighty, why don't we do a role play? Let's oh, role Zach, play. you're going to be very comfortable because you, you basically only play black characters in role plays. Right. <laughs> so you're going to be, you should really take the lead on this. I'll play Fat Joe. I'll oh. be Nola. Yeah. I'll be, uh, I'll be Mars. So, Fat Joe, I saw you at the art show. What'd you think? <laughs> I don't have right. I'm forgetting my rap songs in my old age. <laughs> Fat hey, Joe. man, that's okay. I'm a young rapper. I'm on the come up. Hey, man, ah, can I give I you this see. download card for my, sound, for my SoundCloud page? Uh, oh, I don't use the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fat Joe, you took the card. That's $5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just 5 bucks. No, I'll free. haggle you down to 250 <laughs> Man, a price like that? I'm going to lean back in disgust and horror and horror. <laughs> Hey, man, I, sh- I shout out your song, so it's five bucks. Uh, okay, it's for that, bucks. I'll give you five. Fat Joe, did anyone ever tell you that <laughs> your art stinks and it's all Ashanti that carries the whole thing? Whoa. That's uh, pretty hurtful, my friend. Is Ashanti, did she die in a uh, Ashanti, crash? Ashanti, rest in peace. No, Aaliyah That's did. Lisa, left eye. She and did. Aaliyah. <laughs> and Ashanti's, Ashanti's still alive. I, I still fuck her on Tuesdays. Hell yeah. <laughs> What about what you got going on? Wait a on minute. Wednesdays? Who are you again? <laughs> I'm Nola, oh, the sorry. artist. Oh. Mars, I thought you went stargazing with me and were really into it. Hey, you know what? You saw when I spit that game at Yennefer, right? I pretended I forgot her name. Yeah, you're really bad at spitting games. I thought that was a pretty good move. Hey, what's your name? Hey, you got a bush? Well, I don't remember. Maybe you should let me see. I'm no. calling the police. What? <laughs> no, you can't call the cops on an art space. Yeah, you that, definitely... Dude, no, you, that goes against everything you've said in your original yeah, art. and are you even really a, a true black person if you're going to call the cops over something like this? You know the yes. cops are violent, and you know that they could end up killing me. I have called the Boston police. Who the police chief is a black man, William Gross, and I trust him to come <laughs> handle the situation. You're going to have a BPD officer come to Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so I'd ask you to stay put because it's going to take about four hours and 15 minutes, but Chief Gross is on the way. <laughs> oh, but in the meantime, I can maybe teach you how to t- how to hit on a woman the proper way. Oh, Joe, that'd be great because, yeah. I mean, I think personally, I don't like your critique of the way I hit on women. I think the way I hit on women is actually pretty spot on, but you're saying you find it hurtful. And you I, find well, it- I, your approach is wrong because I can t- I know because your body fat, it's 12%. It needs to be up to at least 30 for a lady to that even is look true. your way. <laughs> so Sick you're saying good. that my low 
BMI is an affront to the black community? It's an affront to the male community. <laughs> okay. And so I'm asking you to start eating these churros I brought from Dominican Republic. <laughs> Open up. It's the Boston police. <laughs> oh, shit. The Megabus must be really raring today. <laughs> I took the Acela high-speed train. <laughs> All right, officer. I got my hands up. You can see there's nothing in my hands. No, I just came to talk. <laughs> I actually don't have jurisdiction here, so I can't arrest you. But oh, really? Son, I can give you advice on what it's like to be a black you're, man. You're everywhere. a fat man as well. So I am yes. fat. Thank you. I'm glad that you read the papers. I am actually quite a plump man. Yeah. <laughs> so you think you should put this up some more ridiculous. weight to this fuck is, Noah, This right? is thin erasure. You are so thin, you must be a virgin because no woman would ever have sex with right. a thin man. Let's show him how to kiss. <laughs> Hold on. Let me take a photo of this. Click. Put it up on the wall. <laughs> Fat Joe and the BPD <laughs> commissioner making out. Alrighty. What a controversial piece. Yeah, you'll have to tell Charlemagne and Ebro about that next time you're on The Breakfast Club. Okay. <laughs> I will. All right, uh, what do you give the show? Wow, uh, we this show sparked an interesting, a great. This was an interesting look at uh, the world of black art. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it an eight. Yeah. Seven. Some good stuff happened, and it was only thirty minutes, and there was nice shots. I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. I would have never watched this show had I not been doing this podcast, and I truly appreciated it in the end. Wow. We love you, America, and we love you. Thank Thank you you. for listening. Subscribe to Patreon. And Spike Lee's movies. Tell a friend.